You're listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast with your host, Maggie Magan. Hi, small business owners. Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Podcast, where we focus on creating brilliant breakthroughs for the small business owner. FYI, this is also the name of the number one Amazon best-selling business book series for small businesses. It's titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. And the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. You can get a digital copy or a paperback. And today in this podcast, what we're doing is we're having a conversation about the volume two, the second volume in the series. And that's the one with the emerald green cover. So today's conversation is with a number one best-selling business author from the 2018 book, Susan McCustion. And I wanna say, hi, rock stars. My name is Maggie Mong and I'm, I'm the guide today. And I'm a number one best-selling business author as well, and the creator of this great uh, business series that we uh, have created for you. I'm a professional master business coach and trainer at Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc. But let's shift the conversation right now to our guest, and that's Susan, and I'm going to say her name again, McCustion. And the reason why I'm saying that is in this particular volume, we have two Susans. So welcome, Susan. Hey, Maggie. Good to be here. Yeah, this is going to be good. And everybody's going to be blown away because you're going to share some really different points of conversation today. I can't wait. (laughs) So Susan is a number one best-selling business author as well. And in the second book, the Emerald Green Covered book, she wrote a chapter, it's the fourth chapter, and it's called Five Ways to Bring Compassion into Your Organization. Mm-hmm. And, and so far, we've had a couple conversations with Susan, and she's a real dynamo about things. But I know she does something a little differently in her personal life. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, don't spill the beans. <laughs> uh, I'll only spill a couple beans, that, the good ones, Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll trust you with this. Okay. I know that Susan is a fan and an advocate of Disney. And what's fascinating about this is she and her husband frequent Disney. And I'm pretty sure there's some tie-in between her focus of compassion of diversity and conclusion, inclu- inclu- in conclusion. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got your two seconds. Um, and inclusion, and it all ties together. So Susan, help us out with this because Disney is a really fascinating place that many people enjoy and others who haven't been there are fascinated with. Yeah. So what's Disney about for you? Yeah, so we love Disney. So I, I, I don't I don't have any children. And a question I get often from, from friends is, why do you guys go to Disney so much? You don't have any kids. Well, it's not just for kids. <laughs> but the reality is I'm, I'm a kid at heart, too. So we started going uh, years ago. You know, we're annual pass holders. We go, we go enough to make that worth it. Um, and, and I would get asked the same question by 
friends in in my business and in my industry, diversity and inclusion folks. They would say, what is it about Disney? You know, Susan, there's other places to go in the world. <laughs> and my, you know, my real feeling with Disney um, for a long time was, you know, everybody in the world goes there, right? I mean, there's, there's lots of, um, you know, good people watching. There's lots of interacting with different cultures. Of course I go other places, but you know, <laughs> Disney, there's always, right? There's always a great interaction, um, great, great people watching, you know, you can have interactions, you know, with people from, from all other, from all other places around the world. So that's part of it. The other thing is, you know, I know what to expect. Some of it comes down to customer service, truly. You know, I know what to expect, uh, when I go to Disney, um, I've gotten enough unknowns in my life that to go someplace where I know that I'm going to have a good experience. And if anything gets messed up, they will fix it and they fix it beyond my expectations. Um, so there's that. And then the more we started going and, you know, as I started doing my diversity work, it was just this recognition that, you know, what, what a good company, just a recognition of what a good company they are for, for diversity and inclusion. They have been on um, Diversity Inc's top 50 companies for diversity and inclusion for, you know, many years. I don't, I don't even know how many um, years now uh, but they do a really good job around uh, representation you know they're they're in the entertainment uh, business obviously you know all different forms of uh, entertainment um, you know but when I think about things like um, you know black the Black Panther movie you know last summer big, the biggest hit that was there and you know and now the biggest hit of the summer last year and now you know there's a whole bunch of black and brown kids who have a superhero who looks just like them. And, and to me, it's always kind of one of those, of course, only Disney could have done that. Of course, Disney would have paid attention to that. Um, I, I think, you know, they do really good representation in, in not just, you know, race, ethnicity, but, but in other areas as, as well in terms of, you know, abilities, in terms of, um, you know, LGBT, so a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. Uh, they're just really, really good at what they do. Um, they're really good at um, just being you know, re representation overall. So I'll just kind of, I'll just kind of leave it there for now. I've got a couple other examples that, you know, maybe we can talk about as we go, but I really, yeah. Yeah, I'll leave it there. Okay, uh, well, that's a lot to digest actually yeah <laughs> but uh, there's there's something that you said that i thought was really important customer service now with that talking about you know if if something wasn't correct that they would exceed your expectations that's great to hear because it's really what i would expect the experience to be it's a magical place right Mm -hmm. So I would assume that that would occur. But the other thing that you, what I was sensing as you were talking is it's a place where you can express yourself, even if it's something unfavorable, you could express yourself and be heard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what it's like in the company. Um, but I, but I do think, you know, as a, as they would say guest, although, <laughs> Yeah, insider news is there's this term called treasured guest for those guests who are actually a pain in the butt. And, and sometimes I wonder if I haven't earned the treasured guest nomiker. Um, <laughs> however, <laughs> um, you know, for, for, for the guests, 
um, at Disney, that's exactly what they're treated like. They are, they are treated like guests and any, you know, concern that you have, at least in my experience, you know, concerns, you know, have been heard, you know, with, with compassion. You know, I, I, a couple of years ago, um, I was, I was down there at spring break and every, every spring break, they bring down different bands to uh, march down main street before the three o'clock parade comes. And uh, there was a, a Texas high school that came down main street and they were dressed all in native American regalia, complete with headdresses. And that was a bit bothersome to me because I think in this day and age, um, that kind of stuff just should not be happening. And it actually kind of surprised me from Disney. It is, it is one of those things where, you know, no company's perfect, but I, but I do think that they should have done a little bit better filtering on who they invited and, and not actually invited uh, that, that high school um, because, of, uh, because of that, that regalia. Um, I, I stood in line for, gosh, close to half an hour um, at, um, at, uh, Oh gosh, what do they call? They got a special name for everything, customer service. But you know, talk to somebody, and and you know, the manager came over and you know, apologized and took my name, and she had been with the company for thirty years, and you know, we were in Florida, and she had come from you know California, and you know, I don't know how that happened, and given me gave me her personal card, and you know, listened to my to my concerns um, with that. Um, so. It, I think they just do a really good job of of listening and hearing regardless of who you are. At least that's been my experience. And that is an important thing because that's how we build relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, when I talk about compassionate diversity, it is really about understanding and seeking out different perspectives. We do not have to agree with those other perspectives, but it is important that we hear them right? That we understand them. I can understand your perspective. I can understand where you're coming from and still not agree with you. So I think that's, you know, for me, that, um, see, at least in my experience of, of Disney really gets embodied. Now, you know, next to that too, you know, I want to bring up, you know, I talk about this, you know, this band in Native American regalia, you know, at the same time, every time we go to Disney, you know, you go down Main Street, USA, and there's a cigar store Indian there, right? So, oh, okay. right? So I, I think this leads into another idea with diverse inclusion around context. You know, I, I think that that cigar store Indian, I, I, that's not something I'm going to complain about to them because it's in the context. Main Street, USA is about representing 1920s, um, you know, Main Street, you know, Americana, 1920s America, and that was part of the scene then. That was the context. And now, you know, if we move it forward to today, you know, you know, if I'm, you know, walking down the streets of, you know, Chicago, New York, you know, would I, you know, see that? Yeah, I don't think that's appropriate. But in that context, it is appropriate. And I think that that's what we lose sight of with this work is there are certain contexts where things are appropriate, and we don't want to just wipe them away because they're not appropriate in today's context. I mean, I mean that's, like, that's like trying to change history. Um, we have to know who we are and where we came from. Um, and so I think, you know, within context at Cigar Store Indian, yeah, you know, am I thrilled with it? No, but I understand the context of it, right? I, I don't agree with it, and yet I understand the context of it. Um, 
so I think that, that that's important. You know, we just passed, you know, we're, what we're recording this in February. We just passed the Christmas holidays, big things that uh, comes out uh, at, at Christmas. And notice I said Christmas. Yes, I celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody who does not celebrate Christmas. We can talk about that next year <laughs> around the holiday time. But anyway, <laughs> what, you know, the, what, what are the big Christmas songs? Baby, it's cold outside. Like the last two or three years, there has been this, you know, uproar on social media about you know about social media or about uh you know a me too and date rape and things like that and again context like i understand how it can upset some people and context is a 1940s song and there's a lot of phrases and terms in there that we just don't understand in today's context that don't mean the same thing you know and so you know how do we really kind of balance those those two those two perspectives and you know that's that's to me the difficulty of this work um, is is that that balance how do we accept but disagree right 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 and i i think the context conversation is a much more important conversation than just about anybody is talking about in regards to this topic of diversity and inclusion because you gave some great examples my husband and i had this huge talk over the some of the Christmas songs. And then of course there were all the spoofs uh, of Christmas songs. And we laughed really hard and we said, we have to remember the time. And this was how it was then. It doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. And who are we to judge it? It was the way. It was the way. And is it appropriate today? And that's that's my word, appropriate. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't want to necessarily say good or bad. Is it appropriate or inappropriate? Today, it's inappropriate because we're in a different way of being. But back then, it was the appropriate model. Yeah. And, you know, I don't necessarily like to say that, but it is the fact. And yeah. the context is everything. Oh, absolutely. And I think... When it was last podcast or you know what one of these last two we talked about discernment discernment is such a big part of this work we have to be able to discern especially the context of things right we have to be able to discern you know where where we are judging things where our bias we talked about bias last time you know where our bias is coming in um, we have to be able to you know understand that you know, because if somebody does something today, you know, they're, they're bringing a whole, you know, lifetime of experience with them. And so if they jump to a conclusion about something you do today, it's not about you, right? It's about them and, and how they're seeing the world. And so we have to have discussions about that to better understand, well, you know, what, what, how did you see that, you know? We haven't even talked about intent and impact yet. I'll, we can save that maybe for the next time. But that you know that idea of discernment really gets to that intent and impact. You know, I think many of us, you know, we I believe most people are really good people. You know, I really do. Mm -hmm. um, we don't wake up in the morning every morning going, "How am I going to screw somebody today?" You know, I, I just don't believe that. <laughs> um, I just don't. Um, yeah. However. You know, there are things that we do, you know, because we interact 
as human beings, there are going to be things that we do that have an impact on others because of their life experience and how they see it, right? And so to kind of have that that grace, you know, number one, to understand when we've stepped in it, but, you know, you know, if, if we're, if we're the ones that, that have been imposed upon to, to even have the vulnerability to say, you know, Hey, that didn't sit right with me. And, and then have a conversation about why, so that we can at least understand each other's perspectives. Okay. I'm with you on that. And in the context and perspectives, leads me to another question about disney yes that i think you can answer because i have not been to disney okay wait and what yeah that is that is the what? truth uh-huh okie dokie we're gonna have to fix that one <laughs> <laughs> okay and one of the things that if i were to go i always wanted to do was go to the epcot center uh-huh because I remember as a child, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, watching over at the neighbors, because they got the color TV, <laughs> <laughs> watching Disney on Sunday nights. And, and I remember seeing a special on the Epcot Center, like for a, a whole night. And I was just in awe with how we were being introduced to all these different people from around the world. And back then as children, it was a unique experience if you had that experience. Yeah. Most of us did not. And, and I was in awe with that. I said, oh man, if I ever went to Disney, that would be the one place I'd want to go first. And I, I love it because Disney, Disney created Epcot at a time when this was very unique and he was, he was introducing a different way of being to us. And, um, I bet you have something to say about all this. Oh my, yeah. Epcot is my favorite, uh, park. So Epcot experimental prototype community of tomorrow uh, is okay. what it stands for. Um, yeah, definitely my favorite park for many reasons. I'll keep some of the adult reasons to myself. <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> no, great. Uh, you know, so so Epcot, yeah, it, it, it really did. It, the intent of it was a community. It, it ended up not ever, I don't think, being the community that uh, Walt had envisioned it to be. Um, you know, however, it, it really does, you know, the front part of the park really does, you know, bring a lot of education, uh, educational pieces to it. The back part of, of the park has got the, the world, um, the countries around the world and all that. So it really is a very educational park. Now it is shifting a lot. And so, you know, some traditionalists, you know, there's, you know, there's some issues going on there. They're really trying to turn it into more of a, a festival park. You know, even when, um, even when Epcot started, there was a whole discussion about, do we bring characters into this park? Um, and, and, when the park opened, the decision was no. So there were never, there's never any Mickey Mouse or anything like that um, when Epcot opened. Now that has all changed. Um, there are, you know, some some uh, characters that you know uh, now throughout the park. And and we originally uh, we started two years ago, I think they started actually bringing character themed rides into the park. So we have the Frozen uh, ride, and they're now building. Um, 
uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So, you know, the traditionalists are kind of like, okay, well, it's not quite, you know, <laughs> not quite on par with the, what Epcot was supposed to be. Um, but definitely at the time that uh, it built, it was built at the time that Walt envisioned it, um, it was definitely uh, cutting, cutting edge in terms of bringing different um, communities of people together and having it more of, of that educational kind of uh, background. Okay, cool. And I, I love that because it's about becoming more aware of yeah. differences. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess he succeeded yeah. in his intention. Yeah. Susan, I don't really be thrilled with it now, but you know, I, I, I didn't know personally, so I can't. <laughs> well, that, that's the mystery, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would... I would love for us to keep talking, but I can't believe that our, our time is drawing. I know, isn't that amazing? Wow, okay. Yeah. So before we wrap up this episode, and I already wrote down what we'll be talking about next time, intention and impact. And I didn't even get to my political correctness stuff, so we can write that one down for, that, that one down for next time. Yeah, okay, <laughs> wow, okay, we just got a preview as to what's coming up next. But what do you want us to um, take away? You know, what one or two things do you want us to take away from this conversation? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think I, I always, always, always go back to um, that idea of I don't have to agree with you to understand your perspective, right? We can understand without agreeing. But in order to do that, we have to have conversations. So that's number one. Um, and number two is, is that idea of context. You know, what is the context of the situation? And, and I think we, we have to recognize too, you know, anytime two different people are looking at the same, diff the same situation, you've got two different perspectives coming in. So, so there may, there's two different perspectives on context that, that we're bringing as well, in addition to the actual context of what's going on. And, and so, you know, this, this idea of context and discernment, I just, I cannot stress that enough either. Okay, so we need to understand that uh, we don't have to agree and it's okay. Yeah, it is. And that context is really important. And maybe until we hear what's next, we should be focusing on those two points and trying to find the depth and the richness of concept. Love it. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, I said concept, I meant context. Context. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, my poor mouth. It's not working right today. Okay, so context is important. And and I will be super sleuthing more on that. All right. All right. So listeners, this is how you can learn more and engage with number one best-selling business author, Susan McCustion. Start by reading chapter four about five ways to bring compassion into your organization in the number one released book and bestseller, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and that's volume two, the green one on Amazon. And then go ahead and gift your business's performance by accepting the invitation that Susan is offering you. At the end of her chapter, she has an author page. And at the bottom of that page, there is a really cool invitation that she has. It's relevant to you and it's free. Plus, there's all sorts of social media handles at the end of the chapter that you can connect with Susan McCustion with too. And here's something that's really cool right now. 
You can see everything about the book and how to get a hold of it and Susan by going to the Books app, and it's a free app, Brilliant Biz Book, all one word, Brilliant Biz Book. Wow. Try that again, Brilliant Biz Book. And it's at your app store. Get it. And then when you get there, scroll down, click on Ask an Expert, and you'll see Susan McCustion's name. Click on it and type a question to her. It'll be an email and she'll reply back to you. Right, Susan? You will. Absolutely. Okay, cool. And all of our other podcasts are there as well. So you can see all of them and get caught up on other things Susan is saying too. So listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs podcast. And Susan, we appreciate you for taking your time and doing a wonderful wisdom sharing on something that's pretty relevant to folks. Thanks so much, Maggie. I appreciate it. I have to say, this has been really fun. Anytime I can talk about Disney is cool with me. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm glad we did a different twist. Okay, so check out the podcast on the app or anywhere else, because we want you to learn how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. And until we talk again next week, shine brightly, everyone. <laughs>